This podcast is brought to you by Lighthead Threads, apparel that inspire bright ideas and the actions that forge them. Brighten up your life and style today with a great hat or shirt. New styles coming soon, but until then, use code QUALITY at checkout for 15% off of your first order. So head on over to lightheadthreads.com slash shop and get lightheaded today. On today's episode of the Quality Goods Podcast, we are joined by Jeremiah Labiano, mixed martial artist and instructor at the Crispum BJJ Gym right here in the Bay Area. We dive into his introduction to MMA and the road to becoming a professional fighter. We discuss his experience in and out of the cage over the last decade and how it feels to fight on some of the biggest stages around the world. We talk about the future of the sport and how he went from training part-time to now being part owner of his own gym. This is a great episode for fans of MMA and anyone who has pushed himself through adversity in order to compete at the highest level. So let's settle in and see what's good. Quality, 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 quality goods. Quality, 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 quality goods. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Quality Goods Podcast. I'm Anson J. I'm Chris Beatty. And we are reporting to you live from the first Friday of February. Yes, indeed. We uh, we dropped by uh, Oakland first Friday this evening. Yeah, always a nice time. A little snack, took in a little art. Yeah, but now here we are recording live from the Crispum BJJ gym out here in San Ramon. And we are fortunate to be joined by Jeremiah Labiano. Thank you, man, for uh, having us. Hey, man, yes. of course. Thanks for having me. Thank you, man. Yeah. And um, as always, uh, busy schedule, man, so I'm glad you could fit us in. Busy day, busy day. Fridays used to be my easy day. Now it's, yeah. it's killer. <laughs> Getting going, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I think we just kind of dive into it, man, and um, start with, like, where did uh, martial arts first kind of come into your life? Uh, so, when was it? 2008 I think it was like summer of 2008 um, my best friend and um, from since grade school Cedric he uh, used to cut our hairs back in his uh, back in his house and after he cut our hair we'd go up into his little bonus room and then he was doing jujitsu at the time with Chris Beam mm-hmm. and he was like hey uh, I've been doing this thing called jujitsu and I'm like well what is that he's like it's kind of <laughs> like wrestling except you choke people <laughs> like, okay, like, okay that's cool he's like hey let me show you something and then so like he'll go to the room after like he'd cut my hair and then he'd like, show me like a rear naked choke mm-hmm. or an arm bar and like he I, would perform it on you? Yeah, he would, yeah. He, well, it would, there'd be like a couple people over there. Okay. So like, you know. He's just showing you what he's le- yeah, been learning. Yeah, he'd just like show me and then he'd be like, all right, you try. And then he's like, all right, now yeah. you guys, you two fight each other. Yeah, it wasn't like he brought you back and showed you a video. <laughs> he was like, yo. He's like, no, let's put this in this, action. Man. Yeah, yeah. So like, and then he'd put like me and my, um, my other friend to like, you know, fight each other. And that's where I kind of just, you know. <laughs> Was int- first introduced to jujitsu, and then wow. that's a pretty random way to yeah come come across it. Like. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So, and then I think summer end of summer, I think it was around August two thousand eight. Um, he had trained with Chris Beam when Chris Beam came um, first came from Brazil over at Half Gracie in Dublin, and then and then he started teaching at his own pl- or he started teaching at a gym over in San Ramon. Um, and he was like, "Hey, I want uh, want you to come come train with me. I'm about to go back and start training." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "All right, I'll go check it out." And then so like, you pulled up into the gym, and then you know I was first introduced to jiu-jitsu, and I was just hooked the first day. Wow. And I just kind of kept going with it. And then you know my boy just kind of you know 
chose a different path mm-hmm. and shit I'm still here yeah. <laughs> did you, did still you have any uh, martial arts influences before I that? mean I did I did some kung fu back back in the day okay. when it was like you know Choi Foot was popular and stuff mm. like that amongst all the Filipinos and yeah. stuff but uh, <laughs> it was funny because the only place that I found was this uh, one place in uh, off Tennyson in Hayward and it was t- <laughs> totally the wrong kung fu that i wanted to do yeah. but i ended up still signing up for it and stuff like that yeah and it's like your only options back yeah, then. yeah yeah so that you know that that was that was my only only thing that i did in martial arts when i was when i was young but mm-hmm. i don't even really consider that anything yeah but. it's kind of like a like a interest more than anything back then like just like you pick up anything as a kid right yeah like, yeah. yeah you know like i have a first degree black belt in taekwondo but i earned it so young in my life yeah, that like, sometimes it feels like like what did I really accomplish that? But I did, you know. I yeah, got. I got a, when, I, when I was like a freshman in high school, I, I finally got my first nice. degree black belt in taekwondo. <laughs> I don't practice anymore, yeah. but you know, it did teach me a lot about yeah. like body movement and about discipline and yeah. all, yeah. all kinds of stuff. Yeah, it's right? it's it's it's, it's crazy because a lot of people, you know, think that jujitsu is just learning how to, you know defend yourself or choke someone out yeah, but there's yeah. there's so many different things that you learn from jujitsu like you just said just discipline alone mm-hmm. you know making that effort to come and you know train and wake up early in the morning mm-hmm. maybe you know go for that extra run or yeah. you know maybe want to double up you know on your training for the day and stuff like that at mm-hmm. least when i first started now you know it's it's this what i do it's yeah. my life i you know i fight i teach i mm-hmm. train you know for a living and stuff so, um, but back then I was just as dedicated as I was that I am now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you were doing others. Yeah, other and I was, yeah, I was, I was, I was working full time. I had, uh, I had like three, three jobs. Yeah. I was going to school full time over at Cal State East Bay, and I was always trying to find time to train. Like I was telling, I was even like telling my manager at work, like, hey, I can't work on these days, these days, these days, because yeah, I got to train. I didn't yeah. tell him I got to train, but, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, you know, I said, like, it's either this or I'm out, like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So I always kind of made, um, like, growing up, I always made, you know, my hobbies and the stuff that I like to do a priority over my, my work. Like, yeah. my work had to fit in with my, yeah. you know, That's a good thing to even, like, realize back then, like, to... to you know, such if you can do it, yeah, you know, like I don't know if it's gonna work for everybody, but let me tell them how I want to live my life. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And I, I always had, you know, I always had that hustler mentality and stuff yeah. like that. So I was never really afraid of. All right, yeah, if I like, got, I'm gonna make it. If work I got too. fired or if I lost there, if, you yeah, know, you if I lost find a job, job. Yeah. I'd, I'd, you know, I was always confident in myself that I'd find another job, nice. or, you know, make money one way or the other. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, to and that's that's a big thing. I, I didn't learn until a little later, like you know work to live not live to work you know and yeah like yeah so, so making sure you have time for hobbies and and really be able to explore it and get good at something right for like, sure yeah, and these days with the millennials you know you never know your hobby can become your main yeah, source exactly. of income yeah, yeah there's you, plenty of things want that, it to be mm-hmm, yeah you know? plenty of things that make money now that we're not making money 10 years ago five years ago so but yeah so you know obviously like you said you kind of took on to it and started going to the gym when did um like fighting professionally started com- becoming an idea for you uh it was just you know i just love training like so the first when i when i first started training you know like uh chris bean was fighting professional at the time and you know he was always doing his training like when i was there like doing the jiu-jitsu class and then you know sometimes he'd pull me aside and be like hey come over here he's like hey just try to you know put me in a guillotine or he'll mm-hmm. be like just try to hold me down mm-hmm. or something like that and you know like I just kind of got introduced to you know the MMA and stuff like that and then he was just one day he was like hey are you, do you ever want to fight 
and I was all like, "Shit, I don't know." Yeah. I was like, "Fuck yeah!" If you think I, like, just let me know when I'm ready. I'm just gonna keep, you know keep doing. What I'm, I'm yeah. just gonna keep coming in, training, have fun, and enjoy myself. Mm-hmm. And then you know, just one day he, um, he asked me. He's like, "Hey, I want you to." Um, we're getting ready to expand our gym and I want you to come come work for me. Mm. And I was like, what the, what the fuck am I going to teach? Had you yeah. fought professionally yet at that no, point? No, I haven't even fought yet. Yeah, so, so you've been training. So I've just been training. I've just mm. been training. And he's, all, and he's like, he's like, hey, I want you to come teach for me. And I was all like, well, I, teach what? Like, <laughs> yeah. I, don't know, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Yeah. And he's all like, hey, don't worry about it. I'm going to trade in my, I'm going I'm to I'm trade in more, my sponsorships for some bags. And mm. I'm going to put some bags up at the new spot. And then you can, t- I'll teach you how to teach them stand-up. So when he did that, you know, I just kind of put all my eggs in one basket. I was like, all right, I'm just going to go full speed ahead with this wow. shit. And then, you know, 2008, beginning of 2008, I had debuted as an amateur, lost my first fight. Um, and then end of the year, I just I went pro. He see he, he thought I was ready to go pro, mm-hmm. so I went pro December 2011. Uh, TKO the guy in the second round from standing knees nice, and nice. stuff like that. So, can you talk a little bit about your experience, like losing your first fight, and but still having the determination to move on after that? And yeah, I mean, training? I was uh, lose. I mean. I'd be lying if I said losing doesn't bother me, right? Mm-hmm. But I mean, it, it sucks to lose. Like I hate to lose, um, but I just always had the mentality. It was like, I'm, fuck it, just move yeah. on. Like, yeah. you, what, what can you do? You lose, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm, I'm not dead. Yeah. I, I'm not mm-hmm. dead. I, I didn't, you know, have a career-ending injury or yeah, something exa- like that. Yeah, exactly. And you, you know? learn, right? Yeah, like, and you learn. Mm-hmm. So you know, a lot of people are gonna say that you know, you either win or you learn. And yeah, it's true. If you can walk away from all your fight from all your fights, you know. Yeah, exactly. And so um, even be able to consider training again, right? Like, for sure, for sure. Yeah. So it, it's it sucked. It sucked. You know, it was my, it was my first. It was it was my first fight. I yeah. was super. It was, the, the video's out there online mm-hmm. somewhere. I just I watch it, you know, to this oh, day. I'm sure. and I'm just yeah, super exactly. tense, and I'm just loading up my punches and yeah. trying to knock this dude's head off and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And yeah, I, I lost by a decision. Fighting which is, with emotion yeah, instead of fighting yeah, with you know, technique, you, and that's 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 something you you don't want to do. And mm-hmm. you know, all, all with all my losses too, and you know, my pro career, I've I've lost seven times. And you know, each of the ways, it's just kind of like I'm beating myself. Like these yeah. guys aren't. These guys aren't beating me. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm losing and you to get myself. away from a plan or something. Or yeah, yeah. So, you know, had you done any kind of like um, before that first amateur fight? Any kind of like competing in that realm of like one on one even? So, <laughs> so this, this is funny. So we didn't have a stand up program at first when we when we first opened, and then this gym over in Hayward had opened called True Fight Club. Okay. And I was like, Hey, Chris Beam, this uh, this gym just this Moisai gym just opened down the street from my house. And he goes, oh yeah, what's it called? He goes, True Fight Club. This guy Evan. He goes, oh, I know Evan. He trains. He trains. Uh, he trains jujitsu over at Half Gracie with uh, with me and stuff. He's like, go go over there and learn a little bit of stand up. Oh nice. And I was like, all right. But you know, I was so busy. I was so involved with jujitsu and stuff. I would mm-hmm. peek into the, the Muay Thai gym like once, maybe twice a month. Mm-hmm. And then I found out these things called smokers, and they're you know, it's pretty much like a. Um, pretty much a fight but you're wearing 16 ounce gloves headgear and (laughs) shin guards and stuff like that but the guys are trying to take your head off yeah and you know I just (laughs) especially if you're not like there all the time you're training somewhere else yeah and I just I ended up I ended up signing up for one and I I kicked the shit out of the dude (laughs) yeah I kicked the shit out of the dude it's just hella funny but like like, I used to just I literally would go out and go get fucked up like on a Friday night yeah and the 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 smoker would be on a Saturday and I'd show up hungover and (laughs) and I'd just yeah just do what I do and just beat these dudes up it was crazy 
So how much of fighting do you think is like natural instinct and like primal within us and how much is technique? Oh, shit. I mean, because, you know, you can train to be a fighter, but there's a certain amount of it that is like innate within us, I, f- I feel. Well, yeah. I mean, I... I think it's just a na- it's a natural thing for anyone, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like a fight or flight. Yeah, once you get in there, it's like it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's fight or flight. Yeah, you can slap someone in the face, or you can choose to fight you. They're gonna run. Yeah, you know, at the end of the day. But I mean, as far as fighting, it's it's a lot of mental. It's a lot. It's I think it's a lot of mental things that you you know you kind of go through and you kind of have to you know develop. Um, you know, I I believe anyone can fight if they really put their mind to it. It's just. You know, it's about perseverance and, you know, really dedicating yourself with that discipline like we spoke at the beginning, Mm -hmm. you know, and putting your time in. Is there anything like when you first uh, started training, whether it be with jujitsu or um, fighting or MMA in general, like any lesson from being younger that helped you like get into that mindset, you know, like... A, a, maybe a sport you trained before that you're like oh, I can see the like connection of how to I was just always a really aggressive kid okay and I mean it was more of like a defense mechanism because I was always I was always small when okay. you know growing up and stuff like that so yeah. I never really got into fights when I was younger but I always put up that front where mm-hmm. like you know don't fuck with me, or, yep. you know. Don't fuck you up. <laughs> yeah. But I never, it never got to that point. Yeah. Like I, I didn't even get into a fight. So I so think no, I was no fights outside of the profession. No, nah, I never That's got. Crazy, I've yeah. never gotten a fight outside of the profession. And would, I lied. It, I was. Tw- I think I was like twenty one or twenty two at the time. Okay. I was at a club and some dude pressed <laughs> me and I just yeah. didn't think twice and I just hit him. Yeah. But um. But yeah, I mean, it's, you know, your your whole mentality changes when you when you start training and stuff like that. Like you're not like. I don't go out looking for trouble yeah, or anything no. like that. Yeah, you or like, I'm always the guy that's trying to, you know, diffuse the situation before yeah. you know anything pops off or stuff like that. And so, I, and I bet it's probably a pretty common misconception of fighters, right? Like, it's like you grew up fighting, like everyone, you know, thinks that way. But but then like, oh, you, just, you also run into the issue where if people know you're a fighter, they're going to oh, try yeah, to come at man. you because they think that they if they can uh, get under the tough guy's skin. Then yeah, you know, then they're winning the much. battle. Yeah, in yeah. Some I mean, it's haven't happened. This haven't happened much to me. Okay, I think good. it's mostly like just people will judge my appearance and stuff like that and think I'm kind of soft. But yeah, like, <laughs> let me but, find uh, out yeah. quick. <laughs> I think we kind of talked about that on the way here. Is like especially now with how big MMA is. Like you don't know who's a fighter. You can't tell by just looking at it. So, you know, like Not I guess sure. before maybe you could think that, but now you're like especially any size. Like you could be good at something. Oh like yeah. That. yeah, oh yeah. It's not all the muscles or whatever anymore. Like it's for just sure. yeah. I mean, there's some dudes that are still super oh, ripped yeah, for sure. Like, that's yeah. not but I mean, like, on the, yeah. Yeah, you, you can have be, like, a scrawny dude. You could be a little yeah. overweight and, uh, yeah. you know. I think that's what really my first, like, uh, really tell. Well, I was like, damn, this MMA is crazy. It was, like, Hoist Gracie, of course, because, like, this dude doesn't look like nobody, you know? And he's just putting people yeah. down, well, bigger yeah, people. Brazilian you know? jiu-jitsu changed exactly. the game, yeah, changed sure. the landscape for MMA. Yeah, yeah, man, I actually had the opportunity to go out to lunch with them, too, when oh, I fought man. in Israel. So that was that was a super cool experience. Yeah, pick a guy's brain like that, like, man. Hell yeah. I mean, but even when you started, like, it's completely changed now like oh because everything's you know everything's available like you know with the whole social media stuff Mm -hmm. like everything's really accessible as far as you know you can go online and watch videos and you know try I mean you can try it but Mm -hmm. it's you know it's totally different than you know actually applying it to you know to Mm -hmm. someone and stuff like that but I feel like you know back when I started that's when it was kind of like starting to blow up more as far as I remember hearing that you couldn't even fight amateur in california you had to travel like to other places to even fight amateur so like you had no choice but to go pro so like you know i was Mm. fortunate enough to you know do some smokers and then also you know fight amateur 
in you know the yeah, camo the, organization. The smokers, those are are uh, Muay Thai fights. They have know? Muay Thai and they also had MMA ones. Okay, I've done okay. both. Um, at those times, it was you know it was, ele- it was technically so it was, it was MMA illegal with yeah. gloves and a headgear. Oh yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. You know. <laughs> Um, but yeah, you fight fought for a few organizations. Like, uh, if you want any particular fight that uh, like stands out to you, uh, maybe like a training camp or the fight itself, or the opponent, maybe. Um, I think it was probably like, yeah, it was yeah, West Coast Fighting Eleven. Um, mm-hmm. I was the bantamweight champ, and I, you know, I was, I fought this guy named Tyson Nam, and he was you know he was a he was a big name. He knocked out you know Eduardo Dantes, and he was the Bellator. He was actually the the former Bellator champ um, at the time. And then, you know, I didn't even think twice about, you know, taking fights and stuff. I was like, yeah, yeah. fuck it, I'll fight him. Yeah. And then, you know, second round comes around, um, comes along and my hand, I dropped my, I dropped my hand and he hit me with a hook and I dropped, I literally like blacked out. Mm. Like I saw black and then like ringing, like in your ears, like, and then like, it was like, I couldn't hear anything. And then like, it's my, the sound started to come back and I was like what the fuck and then this guy's on top of me just beating the shit out of me and I'm I'm just kind of like you know moving around and trying to get my shit together and all I hear is my 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 professor in the background you're okay you're okay you're fine (laughs) I'm 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 fucking moving around and shit and like grabbing a hold of this guy Mm -hmm. and then I you know I, I, I eventually end up standing up and then I just after that, I, I still had three rounds of fight because it was a five round. Yeah. It was a five round fight, the second round, and I just you know cruised my way to victory after yeah. that. And wow. I just it, it was just crazy, just you know, just hearing his voice, you yeah, know, just kind of you know, just because yeah, you know, I, I ain't gonna lie, I. I seriously thought like while yeah. I was getting pounded out and I was moving around trying to control this guy, like, I was yeah. like, "Fuck! Like, should, I, should I give up? Yeah. Like, uh, should I yeah, give up? Just, should I give up?" Uh, and I was all like, "Nah, fuck this." Yeah. So you yeah, know, it's just, I, I was always curious about that too. Like, how much can you really hear your, you know, your side, your team while everything's going on? Like, yeah, man, yeah, that's good that you're able to like seek out the voice. It's, yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's, it's something you develop too. You oh, know, you, yeah, de- you develop it in the gym. Um, <laughs> You know, sometimes I, I I don't listen in the gym and stuff like that, and you know I get my ears pulled for that. But yeah. um, you know, when it's when it's when it's fight time, I'm I'm for sure it's it's weird. Like I can just kind of focus in on the voice, and you even kind of can tune out the crowd and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, it's crazy. Cause you yeah you fought all over the world, man. It's uh, yeah yeah, fought all over the world and. Is there any Still been any going? Big, yeah, is there any big differences like fighting in the states compared to like maybe a certain country that stands I mean, out to you? I, don't, I think it's just like I said. I just both my all my fights that I fought outside of California, I've lost, and I think it's. Mm. I don't, I don't know what it is. I, I don't think it's the travel or anything like that. Like I'm yeah. not getting tired in the fights or I'm not, you know, I, I think I just kind of go in there with too much to prove mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I, I, I'm just not myself like when I'm doing it. Like, you know, when I fought in Israel, I was just trying to pop this dude's head off. Yeah. Like he was just talking about how, you know, he was, you know, all this, all that and mm-hmm. talking about like, like killing me and stuff like oh, that, wow, like yeah. beheading me. And I'm like, all right, motherfucker, let's go then. Yeah. So, you know, I went in there and tried to pop his head off and, you know, I'm a black belt in jujitsu. So I didn't like at the time I didn't care if he took me down i was like take me down yeah. motherfucker do something mm-hmm. and you know he, he literally laid on top of me for three rounds and it was kind of you know frustrating yeah, and, you know bro. i should have like you know defended the takedown like mm-hmm. we like we practiced but it was just kind of like a, a pissing contest where it's like all right motherfucker let's see who has the best jujitsu like yeah you know i i the guy ended up walking walking away with 
I think it was like 12 stitches like after yeah. like you know after the fight and you know I had a couple bruises here and there yeah, and you're like stuff like that but you know yeah. he came out with the W it is what it is and yeah. you know I fought at you know James Gallagher over in you know London mm-hmm. and he was talking yeah, all that, that shit he was one, talking yeah. all that shit too I was like alright motherfucker let's yeah. let's, let's. Yeah. Especially so like, I went like, out there yeah you're going to their home turf you know exactly like, so man. I'm going yeah I fought an Israeli guy in Israel and mm-hmm. I fought a freaking Irish guy in the UK in the UK yeah so you know I just I I I think I I I came in there with too much, you know, emotions and try mm-hmm. to you know measure up instead of you know sticking to the game plan and stuff like that. For the most part, I mean, like the James Gallagher fight, I just I fucked up in the in the third round when it was you know it was one one going into the third, mm-hmm. and my dumbass when he took me down, I was like, all right, my my leg locked this guy. So as he took me down, I was going for a leg lock and yeah. he ended up shutting down my hips and it put me in a bad position, mm. which I ended up escaping at the end and I finished on top, but I was just in a in that such a compromised position where I couldn't posture up and score some points by like dropping some, yeah. you know, some elbows and, you know, f- fists in his face and stuff yeah. like that. So like, you know, you, you learn, you learn from those things. It just, it just sucks that you go out there and, yeah. you know, you just, Especially losing to that guy. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, when somebody has been talking such mad <laughs> yeah. shit, and then you find yourself no, underneath. You know, with all honesty, yeah. though, he's 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 a, he's a cool guy. He does all that shit for the you know the, yeah. the cameras and stuff like that. So yeah, you know, I can't can't hate on the guy. Yeah, because it's been proven to work for a lot of people. So that's why I'm sure more fighters are like they don't even want to like try to put it part of their game. You yeah. Know? Like, as a fighter, when you like watch another fight, do you ever get frustrated at those matches that just end up as like one dude like just holding another down and oh, for sure. not really yeah, any sure. action, you know? Because people like to see action; they want to see yeah. some knock knockouts yeah. and chokeouts and stuff. But then when you can yeah. just get like trapped up against the cage <laughs> or something and just for sure, yeah. it's, it's 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 funny though because you watch it at, being a fighter, you watch fights at a different perspective yeah, too. Like say. I see it as a fan standpoint, like oh, just, why don't you beat the shit out? Why are you yes. just laying on top and holding that guy? But yeah. you know, there's it's a there's a there's a method to the madness and stuff yeah, like that. So it's yeah. all the strategy that they have, and mm-hmm. unfortunately, it's like sometimes like you know if you're fighting someone and you got to make it a boring fight to win to win yeah, the fight win, yeah. you know it is it is what it is mm-hmm. and stuff like that and um yeah because the thing is like it's not like you guys are just laying there you're like putting yeah. your force against their force no, the whole yeah. time right but well, it doesn't they, you know and the funny part is, is like people like you hear people in the, in the crowd stand up yeah. like, like, like what do you I, think i've been yeah, trying to like, do I'm the whole time i've been <laughs> yeah. trying right now like <laughs> you, you don't come in here and show me how to fucking do it then that's so funny man one of the fights um Shout out to Brandon, uh, my old roommate and your cousin. Uh, we were watching one of your fights um, online. So um, I was kind of getting you touched on it um, about being able to kind of separate the noise and the fans. But I saw one of them, dude, like the announcer was so crazy. Dude, I, I want to say you were the main event on it, but the dude was yelling. And then he ended up laying on the ground. Like the announcer, I don't even know the if The announcer you, was laying yeah, on the like, ground? It was the most, uh, I don't remember was, uh, what fight it was. Wait, but did it, you guys watch it online? Yes, we watched it online. So you guys streamed it online, yes. right? Live? Yes. Oh, uh, that was uh, that was conquer fighting. That yeah. Was, Cause that was yeah. a crazy. That was the one like, I won the belt, right? Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yes. Cause I was like, this announcer's wild. Yeah, he started. He's already <laughs> he was going like crazy. in the ring. Yes, he's already yeah. going crazy. Then he lays on the ground and, and ends it. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that was. <laughs> that about. was crazy. And I'm like, that would get me off my like. What is going? On? Yeah, it was crazy. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, you won that one. That was a great one. But I, that stood out to me like, damn, I've never seen that before. Like, yeah, yeah. he's like yeah. trying to make his mark. Imagine if Joe Rogan went exactly. in the ring yeah. on UFC and was just like, <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. But yeah, I'm like laying on the ground, like rolling around, like oh yeah. God, I can't believe yeah, it. Yeah, and it was all hype. It was it was wild, but uh, but yeah, that was a, yeah, that was a gun. But I, that was one of those things. I'm like, damn, I wonder what he was thinking, or if he always does that, or what. Like, I was like, 
But yeah, he was a, he was a little wild in the back and yeah. stuff like that with his little stupid coat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. one of them crazy ass coats and shit. I was like, yeah. what the fuck is this guy wearing? Um, is there anything like, cause you know, especially now, like you said, social media is so much bigger uh, when it comes to like promoting fights and even promoting yourself, I guess. But like, is there any been any weird like uh, promotions, like any uh, organizations have asked you to do, or any like weird, I don't know, like interview you've had to do with anyone uh, while you're like promoting a fight or anything? Not like a, like a, they try to get like hype yeah, it up like yeah, that. Exa- or yeah, exactly. Trying to create some yeah. drama. Yeah, or yeah you know, because of course, like they're like, you yeah, drama. Not, not, really. not really. Okay, I haven't had to do good. anything where they have to like you know try yeah, to fabricate like, or stir yeah. shit up. Yeah. I, mean, I heard that. Uh, like I, I saw on, on social media that like was it Logan Paul or whatever was tr- using Antonio Brown's likeness to to oh, promote their tr- like boxing match, oh, but like <laughs> and they haven't even reached an agreement, but they're over funny. here like promoting it super hard, like it's oh, yeah, like it's gonna happen gonna be, for oh, sure. That's funny. Well, what they say is what do they say? This this, this squeaky wheel gets the attention. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, and well, he already has you know he's already a f- big following on YouTube. Yeah, so yeah. and he's and he's. Yeah, it's just stupid. Yeah, it's like that's forcing crazy. his hand. Dude. I feel it's bad like... for all the boxers because they're getting paid more than a <laughs> well, lot that's of what I was professional say, yeah. boxers. Yeah, yeah. Polo yeah. Shit, they're getting paid way yeah. more than it's like crazy. professional boxers. Yeah, it's stupid. Exactly. Like, like you guys. Is it though? Like they are creating the hype. You yeah. know? Yeah, but it's like I don't know. Now, well, again, that's the power yeah. of social media. Yeah. Exactly. Like, what, what, do you think that would ever happen if YouTube or exactly. Instagram uh, no, never existed? Exactly. And you're like, damn, I want to see this these two random guys who don't really fight fight that why not i guess you know like i mean i didn't care to watch it but it was huge i know they made a bunch i mean of money they both it, got enough money to to train professionally yeah. you know yeah, that's crazy yeah. for what like a few months before compared yeah, to, yeah. yeah there's no yeah yeah pretty crazy but that kind of touches on something i wanted to see is like you know mma's grown so much since even when you first started but like what do you see for the future of like fighting like how you know is there a a different thing that you see it, it turning into because it's pretty I mean it's like the biggest sport to me like now at least combat wise like I don't watch boxing really ever like yeah I don't know yeah Anything, I, don't know. I mean know. the only thing I can see is just uh, you know everyone's just gonna keep evolving like yeah. you know it's just infinite yeah. styles it's just gonna level up man yeah, <laughs> yeah especially because like now they're like training MMA from the beginning rather than like maybe yeah. one discipline at first it's yeah, kind of like oh, a yeah, lot of these guys that, from youth are well, like well that's what it is is like you know they're MMA gyms now, like yeah. where you can learn. Yeah, you don't learn one discipline. You can learn jujitsu. Mm-hmm. You can learn boxing. You can learn Muay Thai. You can learn wrestling. You got your strength and conditioning coach. Yeah. And, you know, and that was you know Chris yeah. Chris Bean's dream when he opened his opened the gym was to have everything because you know back when he used to train he would have to do his jujitsu you know at his, his jujitsu gym. Yeah. Then he would have to go to uh, King's Gym in Oakland to do his boxing over mm-hmm. there. Um, and then strength and, and conditioning or whatever. Yeah, yeah. and then we have to do strength. He had to do strength and conditioning and stuff. Yeah. And then that's where I actually, you know, learned, you know, how it is to, you know, work out like a professional and stuff mm-hmm. like that. He used to invite me to, you know, his strength and conditioning session. This, <laughs> so I used to work at Nordstrom over uh, in Stonebridge. I used to sell shoes. Oh, but me I used too. To wanna, <laughs> but I used yeah, to work. Yeah. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> so world. I, yeah. I used to go to. Um, UFC gym over, oh, yeah, in, over in Concord and it was like six in the morning or something our workouts were and then after we work out like we would go back to work over in um, at Stone Ridge and then after that I'd get off and I'd go train jiu-jitsu That's and crazy. stuff like that 
Yeah, but it was it was crazy. Because was that the first UFC gym conquered? Yeah, yeah, yeah that was, was the first. Right? U- yeah. There's the first UFC a, gym in the world. That's oh, a crazy. Wow. Yeah, that's a crazy that was the first spot. Yeah, I, knew, I don't yeah, know I why remember. the fuck they put it in Conquer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> test, all test places. Market. Yeah, you know? exactly, man. Yeah. But it's still a lot, there, a lot right? of bros like, that wanted to get into. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. The fighting and the yeah, MMA. Yeah, at least it was not too far from Pleasanton now. So, yeah. yeah. So yeah, now you know when and when he opened his gym, like you know we have the Muay Thai program, we yeah. got you know boxing, we got you know the MMA for yeah. the pros, we got the strength and conditioning and stuff yeah, like, it's like that. Yeah, benefit you we guys training. You, you're right here. We're doing everything. Yeah, yeah, and it's you know it's something that we want to be able to provide for you know our our, our students and everything, where you know it's a one stop shop to train. Yeah. Like you ain't got to go and you know pay multiple memberships everywhere else. Yeah. To go, you know, have to learn everything. Yeah, the early days of MMA, they, the dudes were like more so specialists. You know, there was like, yeah. oh, this guy is more of a Brazilian jiu jitsu yeah. guy. Oh, this guy's more of a karate guy. Yeah. Or like they talk about all the time. He like, has a wrestling background, yeah. but now it's, you have to be well rounded. Yeah, like that one UFC fighter, fight, like, talk about that, the one glove, boxing glove on. Oh, he was yeah. Fighting. yeah, you know, like, and, but no one knew back then. It was like the Wild West. Like, yeah. I don't know how to. <laughs> yeah. Back when they allowed geese and all that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's crazy. I'm glad they finally. How do you feel like in terms of the way the rules are set up now? Do you think it's the most optimal, like the rounds and and like the scoring? Like, what improvements do you think you can see on like that? Man, I think it's weird because I I don't know exactly where the I well I know where they get the you know the ref or mm-hmm. the uh, judges from. It's, yeah. it, you know it's the commission, right? Yes. Yeah. But you know some of these people don't even have like a. I don't I don't even know if they're required to have you know any like a, yeah. martial arts or you know combat background so it's kind of yeah. like you're getting judged yeah i wonder like on how do you different just... it's 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 perspective it's mm-hmm. how they see it you know what i'm saying yeah. so like fights in the u.s is going to get judged different than a you yeah. know in a fight in japan is just because you know in japan they respect the grappling more than yes. the, you know than the stand-up or they understand it so yeah so you know, if you're on the ground doing you know attacking and stuff like even though god the, the guy took 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 you down yeah if and you're, you're, doing you're, more. you're actively attacking the guy mm-hmm. on the ground all the guy on the bottom is just kind of holding you and throwing like these lame-ass punches yeah you they, know they're, they they're going to be a different, yeah. they're going to be scoring the you know the jujitsu guy and over here, all, all they want to see is you get get knocked oh, yeah. out. Yeah, if they think right. you're on the bottom too, they think you're always the one like yeah, yeah, losing that that position. But now it's exactly, like, exactly. Yeah. And you know they they try to change the rules a little bit as far as because back in the days, take you down and just kind of lay and pray on you and yep. stuff like that, or take you down and you stand up right away. Like I don't yeah. think they're giving points for for that anymore. Yeah, I noticed that a little bit. Yeah, and then I mean I I can't remember the judge, but I know I've even seen a few refs that were former fighters too, which is cool. I think hopefully that's better. I don't know. I mean, yeah, from a refereeing standpoint, like someone who's been in there doing what you do, like for sure. Yeah. What do you think about UFC as being the premier like professional fighting league? Like it, it is. It is the biggest fighting. Uh, I, I don't know if it called, is. Is it a league? Organization, yeah, organization. Organization. Yeah. 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 But how do you feel about like what they've done for the sport and kind of how that they're they're just well, owning they, that space? Yeah, they they did everything for the sport. You know, yeah. I mean, that's the real only reason why these other ones you know really exist and stuff like that. Yeah. Because I think what you I think UFC bought Pride. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think yeah, they bought a few yeah, yeah. of the. Yeah, and they, yeah. I don't know if they originally did strike for where they bought that too and all yeah. that WC and all that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So definitely, you know, paved the way for sure. And I think, yeah. you know, I think there's fuck, there's good fighters all over the place though. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like they say, you know, the best fighters are in the UFC, but yeah. you know, they got but really good guys yeah. and 
really good guys in Bellator. They got really oh, good guys sure. in you know That's Ryzen, One FC. Yeah. Um, you know, and One FC is blown up also too in Asia. Yeah, I've now, seen I, a lot I more. hope one day I can get on a card over yeah. there. That'd be dope. Yeah, the uh, aspirations to uh, yeah. hit up a UFC fight one day. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. You know, you know. At the end of the day, I'm just I'm here to make money. Yeah, for sure. Keep, keep so it a, a keep, keep a, your hobby. Yeah, it's not I'm a hobby a, anymore, but I'm a fight where the money's I'm where the money's yeah. at. Yeah, for sure. And stuff like that and where they're gonna treat me well. So nice. what do you think about when they changed from uh, from fighters being able to get their own sponsors to just taking over yeah. sponsorship that's and a, it was UFC. I think that's just like the, that's just, I think that's just all the sponsors in the cage though. So like I mean I because I know I got friends that find the UFC and yeah, they still got outside, outside sponsors. sponsors. You just can't represent in them inside of the, the cage. Yeah and stuff like that but you know like I said you know the social media stuff like yeah, posting yeah. on social yeah. media for them well like I said so you're a kind like, of guy like I'm gonna make my money so if I can't do it in the cage maybe but I'll find a way to yeah, yeah. make that money off of yeah for sure has there what's been like the craziest I don't know like a sponsor or something that's coming like you've worked with or anything like that like it's like oh I'm surprised they're even looking at MMA or I don't know if there's anything that stands out to you Mm. Yeah, I guess we don't want to get too much into it. Condom Depot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah, and for a while that was big where they were writing the sponsors on people's yeah, backs. Yeah, exactly. well, it's crazy. It's, so for sponsorships too, it's, everyone thinks like, it's like, all right, give me money. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, from, from, from the get-go, like when I started, you know, trying to get my own sponsors on my own and stuff mm -hmm. like that, you know, um, it was about, to me, it was about building a relationship with them yeah. and, you know, good rapport. Like you can't just go. You can't go to someone and be like, "Hey, I fight. Yeah, I'm, this I, guy. I'm fighting. I'm fighting in you know pro event. Give me money. Give yeah. me this. Give me that." Nah, it doesn't work that way. You know what I'm saying? You got you to support. You got to support them first, sure. and then you know, kind of grow yeah, the relationship they can from see there. What you're doing, yeah, yeah. Because I, you know, I still, I still have sponsors that you know have been supporting me since I first, since I first started. That's awesome. You know, and it's it's about it's about the love. You know, mm -hmm. the love you give, and yeah. then, you know. I've been seeing like your career grow. I'm sure that brand has grown since you guys, you know, first yeah. got connected. So, so it's about the connect, you know, the connection, you know, that you make with them, and nice. you just keep growing that relationship and stuff like that. Yeah, I think it's important. That's even something, kind of a message we like to have with our guests and stuff like that we have on. We're not seeking a particular person, but we want people with good stories and just naturally can connect with them, you know? And yeah. Yeah, and really just shed light on that. But is there, um, what would be your biggest, I mean, you're an instructor as well, but what's like your biggest advice that you give uh, like your young, um, your students? Show up and train. Yeah show up and train nice yeah there's no no shortcut right well it was, it was funny because uh like i told you i had that that lunch with you know um hoist gracie when he was mm -hmm. with you know my whole team and stuff when we were in israel and then i asked him i was like what what advice what's the best advice you can give me and he goes don't stop training wow and yeah. i was yeah. like that's that's it yeah as long as i can freaking you know yeah. you know <laughs> walk and crawl on the mat i think i'm gonna be able to yeah. you know, keep, tr keep you training you never know what you're shit. gonna pick up in yeah, one man. particular lesson you know you just yeah. have to go through all the lessons to find <laughs> yeah. that gem of uh you know that one move mm -hmm. or that yeah. one technique or just yeah, that you epiphany put, yeah you get put in a position that hasn't quite been there before and then you're like oh damn oh man yeah, I mean, I think that's that's big for everybody. Yeah, just keep grinding, man. Like, yeah, just keep just keep grinding. The marathon continues, man. And it's it's anything you do in life. The more you do it, the better you're gonna get. Doesn't have to doesn't have to be fighting. It can be you know if you want to be a better salesman. Yeah, for right? sure. Keep working your craft. Yeah. If you stop working, then you're not gonna you're not gonna go anywhere. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, nice. I think you just gotta have that discipline to 
Yeah, yeah, I hope uh, this podcast sounds better than our first podcast, right? Like, I hope we're getting better every time <laughs> we put these reps in. And, yeah. yeah, so. Yeah. So the Gracies are easy to idolize in the world of mixed martial arts, but who are some of your other uh, influences in the fighting world? My personal influences? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe you you take some, some, some style points from them, or maybe you just like the way yeah, that ethic, they do yeah. things, but who are some of your influences? Ah, uh, shit. I mean, it's just a couple fighters that I, you know, that I really like their styles of how they fight is, what was it? Jose Aldo, back okay. in his prime. Yeah. You know, just like. He's just, real wild, just, his yeah. crazy leg kicks. I don't know why he stopped doing those. Yeah, it's weird. Every time, every, every, ever since he stopped freaking trying to chop the leg off, he just. Yeah. Right. Maybe, maybe, he, maybe it wore on his own legs <laughs> in the process. Yeah. So Jose, Jose Aldo, I was, yeah. always thought, you know, he was super crazy, super fierce and stuff, and that, that leg kick was nasty. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when he was reigning champ in 145. Yeah, he wrecked a lot of people with that leg kick. Um, yeah, it's like. You know, you get kicked in the leg. It, it's not one leg kick that's going to take you out. It's the oh, man. succession of leg kicks that's yeah. just going to build upon. Yeah, from but, a guy yeah. that all he, he's done that kick thousands of times. Like, yeah. oh man, for sure. BJ Pan, yeah. BJ Pan was also for sure one of the top guys. Yeah, I loved watching him growing up. Yeah, him and. You know, the guy just fight it every weight and do whatever. Yeah, just, yeah, just. yeah we're fortunate. We kind of grew up in like the the prime of the really UFC changed, when the yeah. UFC became what it is, and yeah. and they introduced the Ultimate Fighter, the TV yeah. show, which was huge for them yeah. as well. For sure, yeah, I would say Jose Aldo, BJ Penn, and yeah. also my, you know, growing growing up or when I first started is just watching my professor fight in the cage yeah, and shit course, like that yeah. and I always try to emulate him yeah like, he yeah, was just, like you're like, training it, with this guy then you see him yeah. go put it to action Man. yeah just trying to emulate him like when you know he's he was just always freaking just look mean in the cage and stuff and I always <laughs> like, like yeah. when I look at guys like across the cage it's like I'm gonna freaking yeah. take your head yep, off yep. <laughs> yeah you're just putting yourself ready like I'm ready to do yeah. that yeah, yeah. Yeah, is there anything you do for that too? Like in the mental preparation, like of fight. I mean, I'm, I don't know if there's something you can pinpoint, but like, I mean, as far as the mental thing, I think, like I said, it's the, it's the biggest thing in, mm-hmm. in you know in fighting. Yeah, I, I think it's anything. It's just, yeah, but it's just as important as the physical aspect. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, you're training yeah. all the time, but then like you got. I'm sure I don't know. Flip I think a switch it's just, when you're ready. I think to, it's just like the positive self expectancy. Yeah, like of yourself and just. You know, replaying that stuff in your head, and you know it's always natural to always think of something negative. Like you want to think, like, all right, let's. Oh shit, no! I just, I just knocked myself out in the. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, you're you're thinking the about way. the fight in your yeah, head, and you're all like, yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm doing. Oh shit! And then that I, you know, was, yeah. you know, I get knocked out, and it's just replaying the stuff over and over till it's positive, and you know, you yeah. get positive imagery, and you know, in your mind and stuff like that, and it just yeah. kind of, um, you know manifest itself basically yeah. yeah i mean i think that's huge like anything they, they always tell you speaking in existence but yeah because then you're just that's all you can see right and yeah you just even if something kind of gets in your way you're just like no i see i see past it so i'm gonna get to that for yeah. sure i think it's just having the confidence the confidence in yourself and just believing in yourself mm-hmm. you know at the end of the day like some people like people say like oh i believe in myself like but you can really you can really tell like when people that who mm-hmm. you know say it and, and it really just yeah 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 because i yeah i think i'm sure it goes beyond like when you're in the gym just everything you're like you know like you just have to yeah, feel like mindset be, doesn't yeah. stop like at one place you don't come yeah. into the gym and all of a sudden your yeah, mindset's on, on and then turn yeah. it off when you leave like you have to have your that championship mindset yeah. all the time you know yeah. R.I.P. Kobe but you know it's Mamba mentality championship yeah. mentality yeah. you have to carry that with you everywhere yeah agree 
Yeah, I think that's a, a huge thing in just sports in general now. Like every, all athletes are practicing that a lot more now. Is yeah, the mental, the, the mental, the sports, yeah, mental preparation. And that was you know something that's just always interests me and stuff like that too. Is like the, you know the the sports psychology of you know how mm-hmm. other you know athletes think, what they do. Um, you know, I I don't know if I have ADD or something, but I'd be trying to read books and shit, and I just yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> seems like I can't finish one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm jumping all over the place and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I've been trying to read more lately on you know audio any books, any man. type of yeah. audio books, any type of sports mm. psychology stuff yeah. or you know mental toughness stuff. Um, Podcast, just just, yeah. just like any podcast. any type of any type of diets yeah. and stuff like that. Like it's always yeah. interests me, and I've I can I've probably done everything you can freaking think of. I think I've done vegetarian, vegan, yeah. just, just high carb or low yeah. carb, no carb, mm-hmm. and it just yeah. kind of see what works for my body and stuff yeah. like that. So I just kind of use my body as an experiment yeah. on those yeah. things. Like as I try to read up on it, as and as yeah, and you you get to test it in a way that not many people can. Like such a physical and mental at the same time. Like you know strain on your body like man and not any one diet is for any one person you know yeah Yeah. Yeah, like whatever works well for you yeah Yeah. or any combination Mm of you know what your routine is like throughout the day yeah Yeah. does it ever happen like maybe when you see success in a certain way like you're you trained a certain way maybe a certain way then like you try to always apply that or like you know it's like you're chasing having that same exact like training camp on the next fight to you know or I think it's just more of like you just got I mean, you can't you can't stay stagnant. Like I'm yeah. always thinking of elevating to the yes. like, what can I do t- for the for the next level? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like the training. Now this guy's expecting that I'm going to do that because he saw me do that. Yeah. For sure, for sure. And it's just kind of like I mean, you know, I'm guilty of you know doing things that you know that I enjoy, that I like doing or get used to it in the moment. And mm-hmm. sometimes you got to break out of your shell and yeah. you know try different things. You know, maybe stand southpaw for you know mm-hmm. a little bit longer to. To, to, to yeah. learn, you know, mm-hmm. to get comfortable in it or, you know, try to do more takedowns in, you know, the sparring or yeah. work your jujitsu more and and stuff like that. So. Yeah, I don't think anybody ever thinks about that. Like when they see a fighter that comes with some or- unorthodox style, like that fighter had to take it upon themselves to do something different than anybody else yeah. has done. You know, they had to yeah. like figure that out on their own. You know, they didn't. Yeah. Like someone like Anderson Silva or yeah. something doing all these weird movements. Yeah. Like no one else did that before him. Yeah. And yeah. so who could he have learned that from other than <laughs> yeah, just applying just it like to, uh, yeah. going for it, you know, trying it. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. Yeah, I, I mean, that's, I guess that's such a tough thing. Like, you know, you've trained these things certain ways, but you're like, I, I always yeah, got to something new. Let right? me purposely like, do like movements that I haven't been taught before. Yeah. Yeah. In, in order to throw, yeah, in order to throw your opponent off, you know, because if you've never done them before, then there's a strong chance that somebody else hasn't seen it before. Yeah, yeah. Is there um, something? What, what would be like your first fight? You? What would be the biggest surprise that maybe it would you wouldn't see that you, you how you are now? Like when it comes to fighting, or maybe I don't know, just maybe even as a person, like how how big of a change has it been for you already? From from my from first, like your first fight, yeah, like maybe where your mind was at, or like how you just you know conduct yourself compared to how you are now. Like what what's like a surprising thing that you wouldn't have expect yourself to be doing now? Shit, being a part owner of a gym. Nice. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's like, I, I, you know, I never thought of even the just just fighting in general. Like, 
I never crossed my mind to ever be a fighter. Like yeah. I would have, if you know, my boy Cedric never introduced me That's to so Chris Beeman. Just you know, I walked into that gym like, God knows where I'd be. Yeah, you know, One, I'd probably be behind a desk or fuck him. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, I wouldn't have still been at Nordstrom selling yeah, shoes. Who knows? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. One encounter, and then you just because of your attitude, like let me try it. It worked out. Yeah. And yeah. Just, yeah, it's crazy how life works. You yeah. know, you know. I went to I went to college, got the you know whole college degree and stuff yeah. like that, and it just just didn't work. Just didn't work, I guess. Yeah, or just wasn't the it fit. Was, yeah, and I, I think that's like that's a, definitely yeah, a lesson that's okay. I like to. Yeah, I like the that we have multiple people that have been on have talked about. It. It's like, yeah, I, I switched lanes, or that was me for a long time, but it's not now. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just, but if you're gonna change, you better be about that and really no, focus. No, for sure, yeah. for sure. I mean, the best advice I can give to anyone is, you know, don't be scared of doing what you love or, yeah. you know, it's, yeah. you, gotta, and, you gotta take that like, risk. Yeah, it's like, you're not gonna be great at it when you first started either, right? Like, oh, you know sure. you have to grind and get better and yeah, like get through these mental blocks or yeah. I'm always trying to remind myself like, you gotta do it. You're gonna suck probably at first, but you better go do it. Or, and then that's the only way to get better, so. Yeah. Man, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is one of those things that I keep hearing about is just addictive, like once you, just start rolling with, with yeah. dudes. You just start wanting to train more and more and get yeah, better. Yeah. And it is. It's weird. So yeah. those things where you have to like, <laughs> yeah. where you have to suck first. Really. Yeah, like you, sure. oh, like you have to start. Oh, you being, suck for a long time. Yeah, yeah. you suck That's for a crazy. long time. I still suck sometimes. <laughs> yeah. like, how can I, how do I put myself in this position, man? Has there been a, a change in like? Well, how long have you been like kind of uh, owner of a gym now? Um, um, it's been a year. And oh, yeah, okay. um, yeah, it's been a little over a year. All right. Yeah. Um, has I mean that's, uh, you know, it's definitely risen in its popularity over like I guess the last few years. But like, has it been a real change? Like, who you see is interested in learning jujitsu at all? It's or? just everyone. Like, yeah. it's everyone. You know, you got the first. You get the kid. Like the kid. Like the parent comes in and like, hey, I want to. You know get my kid involved with jujitsu and mm -hmm. get the kid on the mat. Then all of a sudden the parents are like, oh, I'm, well, I'm gonna start amazing. doing jujitsu yeah. too. <laughs> you know, now the dad's doing jujitsu. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, I got a, I got a, I got a cousin that wants to try. And then they yeah. get the cousin in. And yeah. then, you know, we, you know, we got families of like five that are, you know, training jujitsu, awesome. training jujitsu, fitness, yeah. and you know, all that stuff, boxing, MMA. So. Nice. So here at this gym, though, is a primarily jujitsu facility. We have so we have uh, we have jujitsu for the adults, kids, and then we also have a stand-up program for the uh, for the kids. So we teach the kids striking, muay thai, you know, a little bit of wrestling, mm -hmm. um, boxing. Nice. So. And the the Pleasanton has the same offer. Yeah, our, our headquarters has everything. So okay. we have full programs for the kids and adults. So we have jujitsu, muay thai. Um, for the kids and the adults, and in boxing and also fitness um, for that. Nice. Yeah, because yeah, even right before we started, you had to take a call and answer some questions about, yeah, some some potential guys coming in. Is oh, there, yeah, yeah. Is there any, uh, what's like the craziest questions maybe you've got about it, or like misconception that people have come in when they start training with you? The craziest? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll, tell you, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you right now, like you meet a lot of interesting people in martial yeah. arts okay. <laughs> that come through the doors yeah. and stuff like that nice. so yeah people from that are super athletic to those that you would never imagine setting foot in a gym yeah. i'm sure and they're like yeah i kind of like that though i mean that they could be interested and in now find like find more gyms to actually fit you know 
like they don't have to watch on TV. They can go to find a gym to to figure out a little more about something. Then yeah, for sure, just, for yeah. sure. And yeah, like you know, like we've been talking about too, it's, it's changed too. Like it used to be. I mean, it's, I, think, I think it's probably still intimidating for people to kind of walk into a gym and stuff oh, yeah. too. But mm-hmm. I mean, back in the day, it was just kind of like, you know, yeah. it's just all, all it was about is just about, you know, yeah very yeah it seemed violent it just seemed <laughs> yeah you, you get hurt no one cared like yeah. if you didn't if you couldn't survive on the mat <laughs> you just, just like, sit on the right. side while everyone yeah, else is you yeah. sit on the side <laughs> and you just kind of weed yourself out and it was only like the tough guys that yeah. that were able to kind of you know rise to the top mm-hmm. um, but you know times has changed now like, it doesn't have to be like that like people yeah. don't have to learn by getting you know their, their ass kicked yeah, exactly. <laughs> they don't yeah. have to learn about, you know, like that way of getting your ass kicked mm-hmm. you know it's, yeah it makes you yeah, obviously it makes you want to come back in if I know I could yeah come back and still be treated the same yeah. way after yeah. Yeah. Oh, exactly. I remember when I was in taekwondo learning how to spar and stuff I had an instructor just kick me really hard <laughs> in the chest just uh, like as hard as yeah, they could I remember, and I, I was like kid I was, <laughs> I was a child I had a, I had a private class with my kung fu instructor mm-hmm. and um, I never I never wore a cup and then he, we were, he was teaching me like a snap kick to the groin and he kicked me and like straight in the dick and I like fell on the floor and I was yeah. like oh and he's oh like god. you're not wearing a cup I was like no oh no, my god he's like, oh I'm so sorry yeah <laughs> so he kicking somebody in the it groin with the cup he was like he was in front of me like this and he's like go like this you bring your knee up and then he straight up kicked me in the dick and I was like oh you mother I was like oh I think I was like only like 12 or 13 yeah, at the time, yeah, too. Exactly. I was a grown yeah. ass man. He, yeah. he, he I can't imagine if I, you know, if I did that to any one of my students, yeah. I'd be like, oh man. Yeah, yeah that'd be a, it'd be a lawsuit. Yeah, uh, no, yeah that would yeah, be the last sure. time you do that. Yeah, for sure. Oh my gosh. Man, yeah, that was that was a crazy time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think, yeah. You're like, oh, you're yeah, fine. a little like, different in the martial yeah, arts uh, world these days. That's so in this climate. Yeah. How do you feel about seeing that too? I mean, obviously since it's become bigger, then there's like movies about stuff like that now. Like does that, is are any of them at all like uh, realistic to what you really live your life like, you know? I mean, obviously there's like the street ones, I, I get that's not right, but I'm just like, I don't know if they're really painting the right picture sometimes. It's like how you guys really live, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes yeah. it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's not like, all that true. Yeah. <laughs> We got a uh, good UFC event coming up tomorrow, though. Oh yeah, after this good. comes out. But yes, yes, after this. Oh, no, comes yeah, out. it'll be done by then. But yeah, right, yeah, yeah. This podcast will be out long after this has yeah. happened. But uh, man, John Jones fighting. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm a John Jones fan. All right, I, I don't. <laughs> I'll yeah. say it. Yeah, I don't I, mind him fighting him. I'm not yeah. a big fan of him as a person, but yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm not trying to be his friend. I just like watching him. <laughs> but if fight. He's, yeah, I guess he, if just he's comes, he just comes from a family with super athletes. Yeah, man. both of his brothers yeah. in the NFL. Elite, yeah, elite level Super Bowl yeah. winning. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, and it's like he finds a way to use his body correctly. I guess right. Like, all those yeah. guys. I mean, it's another one of those fighters that just developed his own style because of his body type. Like yeah. when you have a body like no one else has, you have to learn how to use it. Yeah. Like, you can't get taught how to use that. Yeah. Feels crazy. So he just has all these unorthodox moves that yeah. you, don't, you don't see out of other fighters. You never know, though, man. MMA yeah. is just kind of like, you never know. Yeah. Just yeah. Anything can happen. Yeah, exactly. just like uh, yeah, what happened just... with Conor McGregor and Cowboy. Yeah, that was crazy. That was, that was pretty yeah, crazy. That was crazy. Yeah. So is there any, um, doesn't have to necessarily be like MMA related, but any like goals or anything you have uh coming up that you want to see coming to fruition at all or man i just want to you know grow both gyms as you know as big as we can as big as we can make it and you know yeah. continue to keep opening up you know other schools and you know the area and stuff like that 
um just that you know i want to yeah keep you know, training keep, keep going. training i just want to keep training keep nice. learning you know i want to do this shit as long as i can keep fighting you know, professionally yeah, yeah. keep Hell fighting yeah. professional shit i want to fight till i'm for like till i'm in, the, in my 40s for yeah. sure yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you said you just like doing it right i'll right, be man. i'll be i'll be some kid's dad just fucking beating the <laughs> shit yeah. out of someone else anything else's in dad. the cards for 2020 yeah. no yeah. no fights on the horizon no nah, nothing you know nothing set in stone right now so you know we're just kind of playing everything by ear yeah, um try to get some cards you know yeah nice if there's any uh, 145ers out there that need a need an opponent, give me a call. All right, call my managers, yeah. Radio yeah. Sports. Yeah, we slide into his DMs. Yeah, yeah. Slide into yeah. my DMs. Yeah. Exactly. Get beat up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then then slide right back out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> nice. Well, now we can uh, we can touch on our segment that we call support quality, and we just want to ask you about something that has brought quality to your life lately. It could be a person, a place, a thing, a process, but. What is something that's brought quality to your life lately? Quality to my life. I would say just probably teaching, just mm. teaching kids, teaching adults, yeah. like just having these people that, you know, kind of look up to you and, you know, you're just, you're just trying to, you know, be the best, you know, teacher you can be and, you know, kind of guide them, you know, in, you know, positive direction. Mm-hmm. Not just become good in jujitsu, but just be be good people. Just yeah. grow up to be good people. Nice. And you know, yeah, I think it's huge. I mean, they're the future, right? They're the ones going to be for sure. the country mm-hmm. one day. So for sure. So yeah. you know, I just, I just, I love teaching you know kids and just adults too. Yeah. You know, just to inspire them. You know, to change their lifestyle. You know, if I had, a, I have a student in here that um, you know struggled a little bit with uh, you know alcohol and like diets and stuff like mm-hmm. that, and you know just him training alone you know he was able to lose 20 20 pounds wow. in you know six months mm-hmm. and you know he changed changed his lifestyle all the way around and stuff like that so it's about making a difference i think it's it's important to um you know make it i think i think my purpose in here in life is to change people's lives for the yeah. best i know i think we hopefully most of us should be thinking that way yeah. man like make yeah. that impact when Strive you can have that to make a difference conversation yeah exactly. yeah it, it's cool when you can see that that impact firsthand yeah i think it goes big too like you said where young you might not even have saw that that you were ever going to be a teacher right but now that you see you know that any of these young people could become that you know like, oh yeah you know that yeah like oh you could be the one or well whatever. it's funny too because people think like oh you just you work out all day and you just play with, <laughs> yeah. you get to play with kids like like no it's, it's like come, come come spend a day at the academy and yeah. let me, let me see you try. trying to teach people like real yeah. <laughs> yeah and then you have to deal with all the different personalities and different yeah exactly no, legit though, I, I would love to come down for uh for a class sometime I mean, I've, yeah. I've done taekwondo. I'd love to learn a, a little bit welcome, about. Man. First yeah. class is free. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's do it, man. Let's do yeah, it. Yeah. But yeah, talking about that, um, if someone was interested in a class or following you or you're the gyms, like where can they reach you at? Uh, you can reach us, you know, on online crispinbjj.com. Um, it's gonna bo- um, have our schedules both for the Pleasanton and, and the San Ramon facility. Okay. Um, you know, our Instagram page crispinbjj. Also, uh, Wild Boys MMA. Um, you can find us on there and it has all our information as far as how we know where to reach us and contact us and stuff like that nice yeah we'll make sure to tag all that so you guys can check yeah, them out where can the people find you yeah, uh, when, the next fight, when the next fight's coming out I, I want to tell people where to find me <laughs> wrong people might come looking for me now you can find me on uh, uh, Instagram Germ the Kid J-E-R-M-D-A-K-I-D-D um, you can also find me on Facebook just look me up Jeremiah Labiano um, 
That's pretty much it. Nice. I would give you guys my number, but yeah, we'll yeah, right. exactly. so find it if they need, if they need it. Yeah, slide in the DM. That'll be good yeah. enough. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, slide in the DMs if you want to get beat up. Yep, exactly. Yes, I'm not trying to fight, but you can fight me. Find me on <laughs> Young Man Old Souls. Yeah, I'm at Mr. Beatty. And uh, we're at Quality Goods TV on IG. That's kind of our main thing. So check us out. Yes. And, yeah. I mean, yeah. hope you guys are checking out the rest of our content on YouTube, yeah. buying yeah. our merchandise. Yeah. Supporting. Yeah. It's good. And uh, yeah, we're going to have more stuff for you all year coming. Yes. We're going to keep grinding. Yes. Like, 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 yeah. Stay tuned. Watch me roll with some fools on the, on the mat here at Chris <laughs> yeah, Beam. Yeah. You'll, you'll see that in the, yeah. in the not too distant future. Yeah, we got that. We got a twerking class pl- uh, plan. Our last <laughs> guest is like a twerker. Yeah, we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna do all kinds of stuff for you this yeah. year. Man. We're- Damn. <laughs> but yes, thank you yes. as always for hey, joining thank us. You guys. Thank you for having us, man. Yeah. yeah, thanks for hosting here at the gym. Yeah. Until next time, we out. Yeet.